Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Eric, your ranting co-host here. We've got another episode for you today. I haven't been able to be here in a while. Had a lot of personal stuff going on, but so I missed the Super Bowl talks, but definitely glad to be back. And to let you guys know what we're talking about, we're going to be breaking down all 32 teams and their quarterback situation. Uh, which team's going to keep their quarterbacks, which teams are going to move on. Uh, some of them will be up for debate. So we've definitely got a lot to talk about. So let me introduce you to the rest of the crew. What's up, everyone? Zach here. Happy to be a part of this. And what's going on, everyone? This is Connor, the co-host with The Most, ready for another episode. Heck yeah, man. So definitely excited to do this and so if you're a fan of any NFL team, your team will be mentioned in this episode. So definitely a lot to break down here as we go. Some more than others. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some teams are going to be very brief. Some will be longer. Um, you know, like I said in the intro, too, there's definitely going to be there might be some debates going on here. So definitely looking forward to bringing this to you here. Uh, so we're going to start with teams that we feel are definitely keeping their quarterbacks. So if you're listening to this episode, you, you want to see your team in this category. Well, this, maybe you, well, maybe you want to see maybe, your team in this maybe. category. I mean, that's true. Maybe there's some that, maybe there's some that you wouldn't, but for the most part, if your team's on this list, like you're good, like obviously with like, you know, the Ravens are going to keep Lamar Jackson. The bills are going to keep Josh Allen. Bengals and Rams, you know, with Burrow and Stafford, they're not going anywhere. Uh, the Jack, you know, teams with like rookie quarterbacks from last year, like the Jags and the Jets and the Bears, you know, we're all keeping our guys. I'm sure Zach will agree with me here that it's nice that our team is on this list because we've had a lot of, uh, we've had a lack of stability at this position. So Zach, would, would you agree with me here? Oh, heck yeah, man. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, when you look around the whole league, like it's shocking how few teams end up actually on this for sure list, you know? Yeah, because we've got, uh, let's see, we've got uh, 14 here, if I can count correct. Or no, no. I'm, having, I'm having trouble doing math for some reason. But It's 14. <laughs> it is it's, 14, okay. The yeah, it's, like, six, eight, three, eight plus four, six bro, is 14. Like, yeah. <laughs> I always struggle in there. So yeah, like I said, I've been going through a lot of personal stuff. So like I've been having silly mental errors over these last couple of weeks. But but yeah, so if you're you know if you're looking on YouTube here, you see all these teams. I know Susan's a happy camper as well with the Cowboys knowing they're secure with Dak another year. Or so you know, if you're a fan and Nate, he's not here, but you know, another rookie quarterback there with Mac Jones. You know, so they're these teams are either in good positions or at least sticking with who they have. So uh, so if you're a fan of any of these teams, you can just, you know, sit back and relax and listen to these other teams that are in more debatable situations, you know, knowing your team is already got a game plan, at quarterback for next year. So, uh, now we're going to move well, into, I will say yeah, the one interesting before you move on, the one interesting one on here that actually we changed recently in the last, uh, hour <laughs> was the, uh, <laughs> because we haven't updated this in a little bit, but was the Miami Dolphins. We originally had them in the questionable tier, but um, due to them moving on from Brian Flores and, you know, hiring a new head coach, we feel pretty secure in saying that the Dolphins are going to be sticking with Tua Tonga-Vailoa for another season. So um, that was the main one I think I was mentioning when I was like, maybe some people might not be happy. Some Dolphins fans are probably happy with that, but there's probably others that want them to move on from Tua, but we feel pretty confident in saying he's going to stay. Yeah, I'm thinking he will too. Now, the only other one in this list that could be debatable, I mean, do you think the Chiefs are keeping Patrick Mahomes around? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's a very questionable, Eric. We're being really bold here. That's like, if we were looking at Vegas odds here, you know, the Chiefs would probably be like <laughs> plus 1,000 to keep Patrick Mahomes. But, yeah. you know, like we're, we're going out on a limb. We're going to make that money. <laughs> we're, we're putting them up in this tier still. So now I heard that they're going to I don't know if they're like banning them or if they're asking like his brother and his wife to like not go to the games anymore or something. So maybe they're going to be like, hey, man, if you, your family keeps having these distractions, like we're going to make a move here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Anyway, so now that the Jets can have to have to avoid the other nine years of his contract or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that you know, got the you know the easy part out of the way. Now we're going to move into some of the teams where there's definitely a lot more question marks, uh, and they're all for all different reasons. You know, some of these teams, it's because. Maybe their quarterback's getting older and do they move on and like seeing regression or some of them, maybe it's a rookie or or like a younger person that they've had for a couple seasons, but maybe it's not working out. Other teams have just, you know, drama going on. So there's a lot of different factors going on here. So um, we're going to start with the uh, Atlanta Falcons here. I want to see what your guys take on this, on what the Falcons should do. Um, because Matt Ryan, he's you know getting older, and the Falcons seem to be like they're in more of a rebuild mode. Um, if I were the Falcons GM, I would. I think it's time to for them to move on from Matt Ryan. But do you guys agree or disagree with me here? I'll let whoever wants to go first here and go first. I I agree with what you said, Eric. I think especially from a salary cap perspective, how big of a impact Ryan is the Falcons I think he's gonna have to move on for that reason alone unless he you know showed tremendous signs of like his MVP season I think he's gonna be moving on the interesting thing though is where does he go because I still think he's a a starting caliber QB in the NFL but it's gonna be interesting maybe a team like Washington the Washington Commanders maybe is what a team that he goes to and also going to be interesting to see if the Falcons draft someone high up, trade up, you know, in the draft. It's Falcons are a curious team for sure. Connor, do you agree with me on that? Well, you know, Matt Ryan did win me a Super Bowl in our Madden 22 franchise. Ooh. Uh, um, <laughs> well, so my opinion on it really is I agree that I think they should move on from him. My only problem is I don't know if they're going to be able to, just given the fact that, like, if they wanted to move on from him, they really should have drafted a quarterback last year when they had that high pick. They could have gotten, you know, Justin Fields or Mac Jones. But instead, now, like, again, they have another high draft pick. You know, they were third in the NFC South. I don't know exactly where they are on the draft, but I'm pretty sure they're in the top 10 or at least, you know, somewhere around there. Um, but it's just like with the way the QB classes this year, it's like, are you really gonna, you know, the Falcons have a lot of pressing needs on defense as well. And it's like, are you really going to pass up on some of these other players in the draft and reach for someone like Kenny Pickett or reach for someone like Malik Willis when you can fill another need on your team when Matt Ryan, obviously, like you said, he's still a starting caliber QB. So he can be in this offense and run this offense and not have as many issues. So and, and if we're looking back at the Falcons last year, really, in my mind, what brought them down was that defense. I don't think Matt Ryan and the offense was too as as big of an issue as that defense was. You know, he started to develop some really good chemistry with Kyle Pitts. You know, if they can get a running back in free agency and get a run game going, you know, just a little semblance of it, then they can get that going. So I just don't see them being able to move on from him with the way that the draft is this year. And the free agency class is going to pretty much just be a bunch of bums or washed up veterans. So like, I think they're, I am going to say that they're going to stay with Matt Ryan. I don't think they can move on from him. Yeah. That they're definitely one of the more intriguing teams on this list for sure. Um, And I, I do agree with Connor just there in the sense that while I, I agree that they should move on, I don't know if they will. So definitely an interesting one there. Now there's a couple other teams where, there's more of a it's more of a quarterback drama like do they want out or do they not want out or do the teams want to trade them or not trade them so some of the teams that we have on that list here are the Packers with Aaron Rodgers you know we know all about the drama that happened last year and he said that last year was going to be his last year as a Packer but now it seems like his relationship with the management is getting better and then the Seahawks, like there's been rumors swirling around over the last couple of years that Russell Wilson doesn't want to be there anymore. And then now, like more recently with the Cardinals, there's been this whole deal with Kyler Murray removing all of his Cardinal stuff from Instagram. So there's just a lot going on here. So with these three teams, I guess 
I, what I'll do is I'll have you guys rank them from most likely to stay to least likely to stay, maybe something like that. But there's, yeah. <laughs> I don't really, I didn't know exactly how I wanted to do this, but I guess. I mean, that's a good uh, one. It puts us on the spot because honestly, I'm not prepared for that. So that's, uh, yeah, this, this I, was I like not that idea. Planned. This was not planned. I guess for me, I'm going to go, I'm going to say that Kyler Murray is the most likely to stay. And then I'm going to go with the Seahawks with Russell Wilson that he stays or that, that, that he'd be my second one. And then I'm going to go Rogers third with the Packers. But I do think all three will end up staying, but that's like my most confident order. So Connor, since you uh, mentioned you were excited, I'll have you go next here. Uh, Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go similar to you in that this like, I do think that all three are going to stay, but similar to you, I'm going to have Aaron Rodgers as the most likely to leave, but I'm going to flip Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. I'll put Kyler Murray in the middle of uh, leaving, and then I'll put Russell Wilson as the most safe because um, I feel like he even, like, tweeted something out, like, at near the end of the season saying that he was going to for sure say or something like that. So, um, so I have okay. it from... Most likely to leave to least likely to leave Rogers, then Murray, then Wilson. But I agree. I think all three stay. Uh, Zach, what about you? So my my ranking is going to be the same as Connor. Um, I the reason why I've got Murray second is I think with him it it's different than the others because I, he won't leave the Cardinals. He'll just leave the NFL and play baseball. Like that. That's his options. Um, Whereas the other guys would need trades and that sort of thing. But I mean, I, technically Russell Wilson could play baseball too, but I think he's a bit old for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, let's be real here. Like <laughs> Tyler Murray was a top 10 pick in baseball. Um, so I, I think, I do think Murray ends up coming back though. Rogers, I'm, I am going to be different than you guys on this. I don't think he's going to come back to green Bay. I think Here's the thing with Rodgers. Nobody really knows what he's doing. Only he knows what he's doing. He's got the breakup now um, with uh, Woodley and Shailene Woodley. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know how to say her first name. I just that's why I just said Woodley. But um, I I think he moves on. I think Denver is the most likeliest spot, but uh, I just don't see why he's playing around with this anymore. Like. You know, last summer was his, you know, look at me time. He, he said this year, you know, I'm going to make my decision quick. I know it's just been one week since the Super Bowl, but like what's stopping him from saying like, I'm coming back, you know, I, I've just felt all along. This is the moment. This is the year that Rogers leaves. So you um, think, so you think even with like, you know, he won the MVP award in Green Bay, like he's got a lot of like, you know, obviously he's great friends with Devontae Adams. He's really good friends with Matt LaFleur. The reports yeah. that the, the reports that his relationship's gonna get been getting better, you still think he's gonna leave? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm not sure like these reports that the relationship's getting better. I like I really just don't know how I mean who's Yeah, you're like, like is that a bunch of smoke or is it actually real? Yeah, unless it's coming directly from Roger's mouth saying like, and it's not in a BS way where it's like, yeah, we just got to focus on the season. I love my teammates, that sort of thing. Like, right. Unless it's like that. And also, too, I think he would demand a, a new contract from them. Like, you know, all right, I want to be the highest paid quarterback. I want you to extend me, this sort of stuff. So I, I just think with Hackett going to Denver, you know, all the cap space there getting like I it just to me feels like it's he's gonna make a move he saw what Brady did move to a new team went go win a Super Bowl Stafford moved to a new team won a Super Bowl uh, I think the the trend is gonna guide his decision well I think that's probably where I would like you say the trend about like Brady going to a new team and um Stafford going to a new team but in my thing is like where does Aaron Rodgers go. I mean, like the out of the teams, if I mean, like, I don't want to spoil anything really on our next slide, but obviously if you're watching on YouTube, you can deduce who they are, but really out of all those teams on there, I mean, like, I mean, he could go to the bucks. Yeah. But the question is, you know, he, like you said, he wants to be the highest paid quarterback and the bucks certainly don't have the cap space for that. So the only team realistically on that list that I think could 
you know, pay him close to what he wants and could be a contender is the Steelers. And it's just like, that seems like a very narrow, and even then there's question marks there. So I don't know if that's really driving him as much as like, if he wants to leave, I think it's more so just going to be because he wants to leave Green Bay. Because honestly, out of all those teams, Green Bay, I think is still his best shot to get back to the Super Bowl. So yeah, that's what I was going to say, because with the whole like, like Brady and Stafford thing, like they went, if like, if Rodgers were to go to Denver, like the Bucks and Rams are way better than Denver, you know, like he would not be going to anywhere near as good of a team as Brady and Stafford went to, you know? So, um, I mean, the Broncos have, you know, good pieces, but like, I don't know, the, the, the Bucks and Rams just have way better talent overall though, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, especially if you look at like, like the Packers too, like I think the Packers have a lot of talent. Like I know Jordan Love hasn't had that much experience, but I feel like, you know, if Rodgers were to leave, I could still see the Packers as a playoff team with Jordan Love under center, whereas like clearly the Broncos weren't a playoff team this past year. I mean, you know, they had Teddy Bridgewater and everything, but it's just like Teddy Bridgewater is a decent enough quarterback to where I think if the Broncos had had a better team, they could have made it, but they didn't. So I don't know. I, I agree. This one's definitely the toughest one. I know we all agree that this is the most likely to change. Yeah, that's for yeah, that's yeah. We we did we all put Rodgers at the bottom of the list. So, um, so now we're gonna move on to a team that Zach and I are happy is on this list, and that's gonna be the Indianapolis Colts. Um, there's already been. Are you really are you really happy on. that they might get rid of Carson Wentz? <laughs> <laughs> well, just you know, because the you know if your team is uncertain at quarterback, like that's a good thing for your rival teams, you know. So, um, so. Zach, obviously, since you know, me and you don't like the Colts, you know, we don't like Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, there's been these rumors going around that they're already planning to move on from him, whether they try to trade him or cut him or whatever. So um, do you think these rumors are true? And then if they are true, like what should what would the what should the Colts do, you know, if they move on from Carson Wentz? Yeah, I, this is another one where it's like, I don't know if I really, there's been so much false reporting going on in the NFL recently. Like, Fake I just, news, man. Say, the Colts are, the Colts are, um, you know, you see headlines, the Colts prepare to move on, trade eminent, that sort of stuff. Like, I don't know how these people are getting their sources and know for sure that these things are going to happen. Because they spent a huge investment for Carson Wentz. I think if I were the Colts, especially if I were Frank Wright's position, because I think he is on a shorter leash now, you know, with the way the season ended and everything, I think they almost have to keep him for another year. You know, they really don't have a, in my opinion, the, there's a big gap between their other quarterbacks and Wentz. Um, so I think their situation is going to be, let's, play it out one more year with Wentz and this is really the money year now for everybody involved. I mean, it's for sure the thing, but you do ask an interesting question. Where, where should they go? If not, um, if they don't want to keep Wentz, um, my initial thought would have been Deshaun Watson, but there's no way that the Texans trade him to Indy. So yeah, for sure. (laughs) I do think, I do think the Colts are one of those teams that like, tries to get veteran quarterbacks. So I'll say like Jameis Winston from the Saints. Someone like that would fit the mold pretty well. Um, you know, but what about you, Connor? What, what do you think about Indy? Do you think Wentz returns? Do you, do you like him to return? What do you think? Well, certainly for their sake, I don't like him to return just because like, you know, I think I, I think it was when I was watching them play when they were, was it, I think it was when they were going to upset the Cowboys or they were going to upset somebody. And I can't remember. I think it was the Cowboys. And I remember literally like watching Carson Wentz try to throw that game away. It's like, dude, just like give it to Jonathan Taylor, you know, like or do those checkdowns. Like stop trying to force it into double coverage when you've got a good lead on them and you're gonna take down like a top team in the league. You know, and it's it's one of those things for the Colts is that, you know, obviously they lost out on the playoffs just because they somehow couldn't put away the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, it's just like they have the team to compete. You know, they have Jonathan Taylor. They have a really good defense. They've got a good O-line. 
you know, the only thing I could really see that they need is like some more receiver help, but you know, you can always find receivers in free agency or the draft. So really, I think they're in a little bit more of an enviable position in the sense of like compared to the Falcons when it comes to the draft, since they're going to be drafting later, since they just missed out on the playoffs, I think they could go after someone like a Kenny Pickett or a Malik Willis at that point in the draft and not look like they're completely reaching on someone. And at least that way, like I don't think they're going to be able to get rid of Wentz just because I don't think anyone's going to want him for the asking price they're going to ask for him. Because like you said, they made a big investment in him. So I think they can keep Wentz, but they can also draft someone like a Kenny Pickett or a Malik Willis just to put that extra pressure on Wentz. So if he starts performing badly early in the season, even if they're winning in spite of him, then you can throw that rookie quarterback in there. And, you know, again, like they just kind of need to be a game manager for this team. And that's really all Wentz needs to be. But Wentz can't even manage to do that half the time. So like the Colts just need a game manager. And I think drafting a quarterback to play underneath Wentz would really help push him to, you know, at least try to stop making the mistakes that he makes that cost them to lose games. So that's my opinion on the Colts. Well, I hope that they don't do that and they just, <laughs> and then that that's what they should do. Okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, in my opinion, you know, I think the, the Cincinnati Bengals should trade Joe Burrow, like get him out of there. Like that, yeah. he, he could, he was the reason why he lost that Super Bowl. So, <laughs> well, we, uh, we will move on to one of Connor's rival. We did a, you know, one of Zach and mine's rivals teams, and now we're going to move on to one of Connor's here. So uh, I know a few episodes ago, Zach had us, you know, pretend to be GMs and he asked me about Baker Mayfield and would I extend him or move on? What would I do? And then I said that they do need to move on from him unless they do like a franchise tag or a prove it deal type of thing. Uh, Zach disagreed with me. So I know Connor, I believe if I remember correctly that you did agree with me on that episode, but so, but now that it's here, you know, it's the off season, uh, you know, these teams really do have to decide, truly decide what they're going to do. Baker Mayfield walks into your, you know, GM's office and he's (laughs) talking about, I'm wanting to sit down and negotiate a contract extension. What are you saying to him? Um, Well, I'm saying that I'm still on the agreement train that I think they need to get rid of him because like, even if it's not a matter of like, if they can't trade him this year, then I don't want to give him an extension just because, I mean, I know I talked about this or we talked about this a little bit in the Super Bowl like recap episode about how, you know, like just look at what happened. I mean, obviously the Rams are a different team, but like, you know, what Odell was able to accomplish with Stafford under QB versus, you know, Baker Mayfield, because obviously it's like, the Browns have so much talent on that offense. It's not like OBJ was playing on a scrub offense and he was the only, you know, good receiver and he was getting double teamed. That's why he wasn't performing. It's like, no, like you're on an offense with Nick Chubb, with Kareem Hunt, with, you know, Jarvis Landry's on the other side. You know, you've got Austin Hooper's a good tight end, a really good offensive line. Like the Browns offense is really good. And yet there was just some problem there with OBJ and Baker. And, You know, it's just I feel like Baker is not franchise quarterback ready. We just keep seeing he keeps making the same mistakes. He doesn't look like he's really evolved. Like if if anything, it looks like he's taken steps back because I remember in his second season, he looked like he had put all that behind him and the Browns were looking really good. And now he's taken that step backward again this year, especially with, you know, you shouldn't be making I don't know. Your team shouldn't be looking this bad and you looking this bad when you have, especially a team that has a run game as good as the Browns do. Like your passing doesn't need to be spectacular. It's similar to the Colts in my mind. Like Baker Mayfield was making mistakes that was causing the Browns to lose. So I think they need to move on from him. I mean, personally, I hope, like you said, with the Colts with Wentz, I hope they don't, but um, I think it's time for the Browns to move on from Baker Mayfield. If not this year, if they can't trade him, then let him walk in free agency next year and, see if you can, you know, try and get a QB in the draft or something. Like, I don't know what to do for the future since he's still got one more year left, but I think he needs to go. Okay. So Zach, I know at the time of that episode, you disagreed with me. Do you still disagree with me and Connor or are you more on the side of that? The Browns do need to move on from Baker. I got to hear your thoughts. 
Yeah. So first off, Connor, um, you think Case Keenum should start next year for the Browns? Is that what you're saying? Uh, like, you know what? He actually won a game for them and looked didn't look too bad. So I think Case Keenum can be a good game manager for them, especially given how good that run game is. All right, that that's just ridiculous, first of all. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that's what you thought. Guys, this Baker Mayfield hate is got is I think well I, I don't think it's deserved. I think Baker's one of those players that you either love him or hate him, you know, a very polarizing type of guy, all the commercials and stuff and how he acts sometimes off the field. But I attribute a lot of what went wrong in Cleveland last year to his injuries and him playing through those injuries that a lot of people said, look, he should have been rehabbing. He shouldn't even have been playing out there. You know, all the broken things that he was playing with. I don't know how you can really get a read on a guy. And for the Browns, this is the perfect time to come in with a low ball or low ball type offer because, um, you know, he obviously had one of his worst years. So this is great for them to be like, hey, your value went down a little bit. Let's extend you now for this, you know, still a good amount of money, but less than what he would have maybe gotten after a second season. I, I just don't like it when teams play around with this stuff i mean it, it just i didn't like it with the cowboys either when it took them like three and a half years to sign Dak. you know the teams like the bills and the chiefs you know they they locked up their guy you either show commitment or you don't you know you trade you make the trade like jared goff and carson wentz those guys that have been traded you either trade them away or you lock them up and i i don't think teams should be playing around you know, trying to pinch pennies with this sort of stuff. I think now's the time you make the commitment to him. Look, this team is really still really good. This this team is still set up for success. Their window is now, especially this next season when Baker is still on his rookie deal. Unless you're Tom Brady um, or now Matt Stafford this year, it, it seems like most of the Super Bowl winners are on their rookie deals, like Russell Wilson, Mahomes. So those are some guys that come to mind. So. I think if you're the Browns, make the commitment to him. You know, it, it builds some trust with him too. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you don't want your guy looking over his shoulder with the team the whole time, like trying to prove himself. Like, I, I just don't understand what the Browns are doing with this, and I, I hope they sign him up, but uh, we shall see. I mean, I'll just say for my sake, when it comes to like why they're messing around with him. If I've gone four seasons with my franchise quarterback and he's yet to top 4,000 passing yards and he's got a nearly two to one intercept, I mean, like, it's more like one to two interception ratio. Like, for every two touchdowns he throws, two touchdowns he throws, he throws at least one interception. That's not good for me, even if he was playing hurt last year. It shows, and also with like the teammate drama with OBJ, it shows a lack of leadership. You know, your quarterback has to be the leader on that team. When you've got people, coming out and having problems with your quarterback, it's it's not a good for the team, no matter how cheap you can get him. Like you need someone that your teammates believe in. And I don't think anyone like I don't I mean maybe there are some, but I think there's definitely people in that locker room that don't believe in Baker Mayfield. And that's bad for a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I I uh I'm not as far on the I'm not as far on the thing with Connors like throwing Case Keenum in there, but I definitely for me, it's I don't hate Baker Mayfield. Like it's not like oh, I. Yeah, it's I nothing to do with his personality. Right? That why I'm yeah, saying yeah, this. yeah, it's not oh, he's in those commercials. Get you know, like it's not that for me. But for me, it's just that you know, yes, he played hurt last year, but throughout the course of his career, like I feel like he's been bad more than he's been good. I just I don't, I don't see it. I don't know. But see that we we knew we were going to get into some debates here, so. Um, <laughs> We'll move on to one that should be a little bit easier, in my opinion, and that's going to be the New York Giants with Daniel Jones. <laughs> Daniel uh, Dimes. I'm pretty sure he's going to be gone this year. I My guess would be they draft somebody. Uh, do either of you guys feel any differently about this? I mean, if the Giants would have actually committed to sticking with Joe Judge, then I might have thought he would have stayed. But with Joe Judge gone, I agree. I think he's finally going to be gone. It amazes me that it's taken this long for them to move on from him. Yeah. Any thoughts from you there? (laughs) 
it's going to be all okay. So I, I think this is an interest. This isn't what the Giants will do is more complicated than what they should do. They should cut ties with him, one hundred percent. However, the way things end up with the rest of this carousel, I mean this this carousel, like we had a few years ago with quarterbacks, was insane. It was like five quarterbacks move teams or something like. Whatever the fallout ends up happening, and if the Giants end up getting in position to get like a Matt Ryan maybe or someone like that, I would say go for that. If they do draft somebody, though, I could definitely see a situation where Jones is the starter at the beginning of the year, gets like four or five games, and then they go to the go to the rookie route. So that's really what's going to determine Jones' future with the Giants. What competition are they going to bring in? If it's a rookie, he's got a little bit better chance with the team. If it's a veteran, I think he's for sure to be gone. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I even if they do the draft a quarterback thing, I still think what they would be more likely to do would be to bring in another veteran to start because especially with just them having new coaching and new management, like I'm pretty sure they're just not going to want him around would be my guess. But um so that's another interesting take there. Now, uh, let's see. The next one we'll do is my favorite quarterback in the NFL, Kirk Cousins yeah. of the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, <laughs> I've talked a lot about him on there or in our episodes in the past. Uh, you know, even though I have him on my Madden 22 uh, franchise draft thing, that was more of a because I didn't have many other options more than I was like, oh, yes, I'm excited to have Kirk Cousins on my team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we've talked about him a lot before. You know, is is this going to be the year Minnesota moves on from him? And I've always been – my thing's always been I've said that they should move on from him. But um, I, if I'm a Vikings fan, I'm ready for them to do this. But uh, I don't know. I just want to check real quick because I – I'm not sure. Is is his contract up yet, or does he still have another year left? He's got one year left, I think. So he's got one year left. So, but now this is, of course, another team that has new, you know, new coaching staff and new management coming in and everything. This is probably the one more so for me where I could see them keeping him for his final year, but then drafting somebody to potentially be his replacement, kind of like how the 49ers drafted Trey Lance last year as more of a project, but they kept Jimmy G around. This is where I could see something more like that happening where, you know, they keep him like that. But um, do it, do either of you guys have a different thought on that? Like, do you think they keep him and extend him uh, and keep him even longer than next year? Or since they've got new management, do they potentially try trading him or just flat out cutting him and going with someone new. Like, what do you guys think about this? Cause this is an intriguing one in my opinion. I mean, I just don't see if they're the, them getting rid of him. I mean, again, I agree with you. I think they should, but I mean, it's just there. I think they're again, like they're in the kind of a similar situation with the Falcons where I think they're in a tough spot in the draft, unless they want to get like a QB in round which is you know potential but you know i think for those first round qbs i think they're they're just too high in the draft for really to me to see value in them taking a qb at that spot i mean because Kirk cousins like i will say for all the bad things about you know him and everything he was by no stretch like terrible last year you know he did yeah, some he good did things last year. Yeah. So and obviously the Vikings have a lot of weapons around him. You know they still have Dalvin Cook. They got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. You know they still have a lot of people around him. So I honestly don't know if I see any change happening at all with this team. Like maybe they bring in a veteran just in case Cousins gets hurt. But I just. I don't see any change with this team, honestly. Like, I'm not confident enough to say that, like, you know, lock it. They're not, one thing will change, but my gut is telling me that they're just not going to change at all. I don't know if Zach feels the same way or if he agrees with you or not. No, I mean, there's one thing that you guys didn't mention that I think is a is definitely a, a, like warm seat sort of thing. Kellen Mond um, drafted in the third round. There wasn't. I, the, this is the thing. It's like the old regime didn't seem to want to use him at all. People were saying how bad he was in training camps and stuff like that. But it's, like you said, this is new regime for the Vikings. And 
we really don't know how they're going to react because this old regime was so loyal to Kirk Cousins. Mond is interesting. I think it's really up to him. I think if Mond shows in the offseason, I think there's a legit chance they'll move on from him, from Kirk. But I definitely don't see Kirk being extended. If this is, if he does play for the Vikings, this is the last season. I'm confident about that. Yeah, I, I, I will agree with Zach that I think, like, once his contract is up at the end of this year, they won't bring him back. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with that one, too. So, so not much of a disagreement there. Um, I know, moving on here to the 49ers, I know this has been talked about um, uh, in the post-Super Bowl episode, after, you know, when we talked about, or when the guys talked about what the 49ers and Bengals would do, and seems pretty obvious that the 49ers are going to move on from Jimmy G for the most part. But the only reason why I think they would, the only possibility I could see where they might not is if they just absolutely feel like Trey Lance is not ready. Um, So, and that's the reason just for me, why he's, why the 49ers are in the questionable and not, you know, in the next side with the guarantee to move on, because it seems like he does one out. I've, course and again like zach said there's been false reporting but you know it's been stated or rumors have been coming out that he's already stated he's ready he wants to be traded he's ready for a new you know new scenery and all this stuff so um but is there any way like where you guys could see jimmy g still playing for san francisco next year or do you think it's a done deal that he's gone I, I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I guess I'll, I'll do it. I'll go first. Um, I mean, my thing for him is that I think what's going to make it easier for the Niners, honestly, is that, you know, back when he signed this contract, it was one of those like ludicrous, like, oh, man, like that's a ridiculous contract for him. You know, one of those things. But it's so funny now to think about that, how now his contract really doesn't look that bad compared to some of the other <laughs> contracts that are floating around like Carson Wentz's and you know, like Kirk Cousins when he signed his extension and, you know, the contracts like Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan have. So Jimmy G's contract isn't terrible. Like, it's still not good, but it's not terrible. So I feel like he's an easier trade partner than some of these other quarterbacks. And, you know, who knows, someone who's desperate for a, a change at QB like the Broncos or the Steelers could possibly. I mean, I know he's been linked with the Steelers a bit, um, but then again, who hasn't been recently? But you know, it's I I don't really see any way. Like I think they feel confident enough in Trey Lance, in my opinion, that Jimmy G's gone. Zach, okay, I'll say this, um, and I'll ask Eric this. Okay, because you you were talking about how bad potentially bad Trey Lance is and all that. Like, if they come to the conclusion that Jimmy G should start over Trey Lance, in my opinion that's grounds for termination for at least John Lynch and possibly Shanahan only for the fact that they spent like three first round picks or whatever to move up in the draft and draft this guy. And if after two years, he's not earned the starting role, you've pretty much just wasted your team's three of your team's first round draft picks. And I'm saying John Lynch is the GM, so he should be the scapegoat for that. But also we know, Shanahan really is the controlling figure and all that. And I'm not questioning his ability as a coach, but to make an investment like that, and if he's not the starter after two years, he's never going to be the star. I mean, I I think that's pretty – if he can't beat out Jimmy G in two years, then that was a waste of a draft pick and a waste of a trade. And I think that's grounds for termination. What do you think about that? Ooh, that's tough. I, I, I will. I'll, I'll chime in. Yeah. I agree with Zach yeah. on that. I think it's. I agree. Like you completely wasted a lot. If that's not the case, so I agree. I'll let Eric talk. Yeah, I. I thought what you were gonna say was like, should uh, if he wasn't ready, like by year two, should the 49ers just try to trade Trey Lance? But that's an even more interesting discussion there. Um, yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but I can definitely see the case for that because it's not like oh they just drafted him in the slot where they were already at or you know or he fell in the draft or something like 
they did give up a lot yeah. to go get him. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys here on this. Uh, that I could see, even though they've had success, like that, that would be the only reason why I would say maybe not is just because, you know, they've had success with other draft picks and, you know, and free agency pickups. And, you know, the, obviously they've, you know, been in the Super Bowl in the last three years in the NFC Championship last year. Like they've still, like they've built a really good team, but that would be the reason why I would say maybe you s- still wouldn't do that. But man, that's, that's a good topic. <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're listening to this, like, like you know, let us know, like if you were the 49ers owner, like, you know, would you fire their, you know, GM and coach if Trey Lance isn't ready after two years? So, um, yeah, that, that was a discussion I did not expect to happen there. So, uh, <laughs> so we'll move on to the Philadelphia Eagles here. Uh, what we've talked about like Zach and mine's rivals and Connor's rivals. Now we're going to talk about one of Susan's rivals here. Uh, th- this is a interesting position because Jalen Hurts has been, you know, okay at times. He's had some times where he's looked pretty good. He's had some times where he's looked pretty bad. And then other times where he's just been, you know, okay. So, like, there are signs that he could be the guy. And then uh, they also have his, you know, backup mustache mania, Gardner Minshew, uh, who came, you know, he filled in a couple games and, you know, did pretty solid work. Although I know, like, one of the games was against the Jets, but, uh, you know, which isn't saying much. But he's still, for not playing the whole season, to just step in that game, like, looked really good so but at the same time you know we've seen him have his struggles in Jacksonville and things like that as well so this is just an interesting thing because it's not even just a matter of like would they move on from the starter it's like would they replace if they do move on would they replace Jalen Hurts with Minshew or do they scrap both of them and go in a completely different direction I, it's a lot to look at, but if it's like, in my opinion, what I think they're going to do is I think they're going to roll with Jalen Hurts for another year just because he is still pretty young and he has the mobility factor and, you know, and they, they could give him another year to build a little more talent around him. I He did look better more towards the end of last season compared to the start of the season. So I think he's done like, just enough to get another year but uh zach i'll start with you like should they roll with Minshew mania instead or should they go separate ways or do you think hurt stays as the starter what do you think they're going to do here no i as far as Minshew mania goes eric you and i probably feel the same way about this one Minshew's that guy that you need if your starter gets hurt and you need a guy to come in at halftime Minshew's the guy i mean you would want almost out of anybody in that situation yeah, kind of like a Nick Foles sort of deal. But so I I don't think there's really threat with Minshew becoming the full-time starter there. Um, the And I do think they should ultimately keep uh, Hurts for this year. But a savvy thing to do would be they have three first-round draft picks this year. It kind of scattered around the first round. If it's possible for them to trade – trade out of the first round and accumulate draft pick and accumulate picks for next year's draft. I think that would be the smart thing to do because it's, I don't want to say all that you trade all three, but maybe one or two of those first round draft picks they have trade them for future ones. And then you're in a situation where next year's draft, you have a clear picture on what you want to do with Wentz. Um, so that's what I would be doing if I was their GM. But for this upcoming season, I would keep I would keep Hurts uh, one more year. Connor, yeah, I, you... I like that actually. That's a pretty uh, that's a pretty good move. Connor, do you have any other thoughts on this one? No, I mean, as far as Hurts is concerned, I mean, I think with the same the fact that the regime is still the same in Philly, I think they're sticking with Hurts. I don't see them changing. Gotcha, man. So let's see. I, I know I went kind of out of order with the picture here. So let's see. Yeah, so we still got the Saints, Lions, and Texans. Okay, well, let's go ahead and get the Texans out of the way since Zach and I hate them. <laughs> uh, now they, like, obviously Tyrod Taylor was the starter at the beginning of the year. Uh, then he got hurt. Davis Mills came in. Then he wasn't doing well. Then Tyrod Taylor took back over. 
and then uh, Davis, but then he was struggling again, and then Davis Mills came in and did okay. So the Texans are in an interesting spot because do they want to keep Davis Mills? Uh, do they? Obviously, I don't think they do anything. I don't think they keep Tyron Taylor, but you know they are picking number three in the draft or would have a high pick in the second round, so they draft another person. Uh, when we first had talked about doing this episode, I would have said for sure that they would draft somebody with one of their first two picks and move on from Davis Mills. But now that they brought in uh, Lovey Smith, who was already an assistant coach for them last season, they basically have a lot of the same coaches and everything. So I'm kind of more on the thought now that Davis Mills stays the starter for next year. I don't think they should do that, but that's just kind of what I'm thinking they're going to do. Uh, so Zach is a fellow Texan hater with me. Like, what do you think they should do here? Or what do you think they will do? Well, I'll say, I think what I agree with you on what they will do. I think, I think Mills coming back status quo for them, that it, it seems like that's what's going to happen. However, if I were then, if, if I was the one making the decisions in support of the Texans, I would say take a quarterback with the number two overall pick. You know the Jaguars, if they stay at pick number one, aren't taking a QB. The only reason that first pick would be a quarterback is if they trade to another team. So you're very likely going to get your choice of the number one quarterback in the class. And how many how often do teams have that choice? Almost never, because the first pick is usually always a quarterback. So you're in a situation, Houston, where you get the first dibs on the quarterbacks this year. And for all the people saying, oh, these quarterbacks aren't that great, these quarterbacks aren't that great, they said the same thing in 2017, and that was with Mahomes and Watson in the first round. So these scouts, they really – I mean, the experts and stuff like that, we really don't know how these draft classes are going to turn out, especially with the quarterbacks. We really don't know. Situation plays a big deal into that, I believe. But if I were them, I think this is their shot to finally get a get some hope for this team. I mean, this team is when this is going to be their second year without any hope at all if they don't draft a quarterback here. Um, so if I were a Texans fan, I would be – pumping the gas on uh drafting yeah, i will say just to cut you off real quick though they actually have the third pick in the draft and i was gonna say the lions are the lions had the draft and they're another team on our list here so yeah now would you maybe like because we'll just kind of talk about the lions at the same time here then because i i think they move on from jared goff unless they unless it's like what we talked about earlier what might happen with daniel jones where they bring in a rookie and Goff starts initially and then the rookie comes in but I do think they are planning to move on from him but now Zach I know obviously what you would say then is the Lions that you would do like what you said with the Texans since they would be the team to truly have their choice but I guess if the Texans you know (laughs) but if the Texans if the Lions don't take a quarterback or don't take who the Texans wanted then the Texans could still do that but yeah but um so I'll go to but so Connor now like so the Lions would then are actually the team that would really truly have their choice at quarterback as long as Jacksonville doesn't trade out at number one. Like, would you consider taking somebody or are you moving on? Or are you going to just stick with Jared Goff for now? Like, what would you do if you're the Lions here? I mean, I would probably if I'm going to take a quarterback with them, I mean, Unfortunately for them, it's looking like they definitely lost that trade with the Rams, given that their first round pick they're getting this year is going to literally be the last pick. Um, But in some ways with the Lions, it's like, okay, again, like with the quarterbacks class situation, I mean, I think Goff is serviceable enough and the Lions just don't have anyone besides DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. Like, and even then, like, that's not anything to light the world on fire. So I mean, like, may, try and get some more pieces. And also, like, if you don't take a QB at that number two pick, you have the last pick of the first round and you have the second pick of the second round. So it's like you definitely have some flexibility in that situation there if you want to, you know, take a quarterback in that situation. Or, you know, if you want to 
again, like maybe do like something with one of those two with like maybe their last pick in the first round, do a situation like um, like what Zach was suggesting for Philly, like trade that away to maybe someone who wants to like trade back into the first round and get a QB there before, you know, it moves on. Um, I think they definitely have options, but I don't see them taking a QB at number two. I think they're going to stick with golf and they're going to spend that on like either Neil or um, Thibodeau or whoever's left at that spot. Like d- depending on who the Jacks take, they take, you know, best available at that spot. So um, that's what I see for the lions. Yeah. For, so definitely a lot. Final one on this slide is going to be the new Orleans saints and Winston was Man, Taysom Hill was man. Uh, for me, I I think it's time for the Saints to move on from all of them. But their cap situation is pretty terrible as well, so they're probably going to lose a lot of other pieces. They they've definitely got one of the they're going to be one of the more intriguing off seasons to follow just to see like you know what do they do. Um, if it were me, uh, I. I'm taking when I, whenever it's my pick for the saints, I'm taking the best available quarterback and just kind of starting over. Uh, Cause rookie deals are cheap. So since you have such a bad cap situation, you can start getting rid of some high contracts and then you can start over with a cheap uh, uh, rookie contract. They, the saints, especially with Sean Payton leaving and just all this Alvin Kamara is a mess right now with his situation. Michael Thomas is, been looking like he wants out for a while the saints just have a lot of work to do and i think they need to just start fresh at quarterback um but any other uh connor do you have a different take here on this like should they keep try to re-sign winston or hill or what what would you do here i mean i don't think it would be a bad option to try and re-sign winston just because out of all of their quarterbacks last year he looked like the best so i don't think it'd be a bad choice but and I mean, with the whole cap thing, like literally they were in a worse spot cap wise last year and still managed to like pull off some stupid wizardry like this cap thing just doesn't exist. So like, well, that's true. I don't even, you know, think that that's going to hamper a good amount of what I they want to do. <laughs> but yeah, my, like my uh, stuff is as I. Uh followed you now (laughs) yeah like i you know it seems to me like the only league ever that actually has a hard cap is the nhl like the nba and the nfl caps are fake so and the mlb doesn't even have one so like it's just so you know it's it's i don't think that's a problem but yeah like i said just to keep it short like i definitely think they should go that way but i could see a little bit of value if they don't see the value in the quarterbacks at their spot, then I could see a little bit of value getting Winston back again on like another cheaper one-year deal. Cause he seemed like the best out of the three QBs they had this year. Like I think Hill is not the answer and Trevor Simeon's definitely not the answer. So, you know, all right guys. So we'll move on to uh, the teams. Now the remaining five teams where it's pretty obvious they're going to do something different. So, uh, you know, we're going to start with the Steelers and Bucks here uh, as they are move, moving on, obviously, because their quarterbacks moved on with their lives. They've retired. So the way you said that almost sounded like they died. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah, no, not like that. But so uh, obviously, you know, these two teams literally have to, uh, they literally have to go with somebody else next year. So uh i want to ask connor about the steelers zach about the bucks so so connor for the steelers your team are they bringing in a veteran are they drafting somebody are they stick gonna go with like one of their other guys what 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 do you think the steelers are gonna end up doing here well i'll stick with my same take that i presented on when we did our wild card recap and talked about them that i think they're gonna draft somebody at that like whatever spot there, I always, I forget what spot they're at, like 22, 23. Like I think they're going to draft someone at that spot. Like I don't see them. There's been all this talk. Like, I mean, unless they can, the only like trade slash free agent slash whatever quarterback that I think that, you know, they should go for if they can get him is Rogers. If they could somehow work something out for Aaron Rodgers, then I'd say go for that for sure. But You know, I don't think them trying to trade for Jimmy G or, you know, any of these other or like Carson Wentz, you know, I don't think any of that is really the way that they're going to go. So I think it's either 
trade for Rodgers because, you know, Rodgers has that relationship with Mike Tomlin. So there's that and whatnot. But it's either trade for Rodgers or draft. That's my take on this. Deal. So kinda... Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. So Green Bay calls you up. Uh, hey, if you give us, you know, this up this year's first and then the next two firsts after that. So basically three firsts for Aaron Rodgers. Are you taking that as the Steelers GM? Um, three firsts is pushing it a little bit. Like two firsts, uh, definitely, because like this team to me, outside of the offensive line, it's a team that's a quarterback away still. I mean, Najee Harris, I think, was the right move. You know, there was a lot of like, oh, well, they should have drafted an offensive line. But like Najee Harris was the right move. I, and I also admit I was wrong on Pat Fryermuth. Like I wasn't happy with that pick, but he turned out to be really good. So this and the defense is still amazing. So it's just like this is a team that's a quarterback away. And if they could make that work with like two firsts and maybe, you know, something else thrown in there and then just basically spend your whole offseason trying to get offensive linemen. I, I'd go for it. All right. I, yeah, I wanted to kind of see, kind of get see what you would do there in that situation, put you on the spot a little bit. So, uh, Zach, same you know question as Connor though with the Bucks. Like, are they are they going to bring in a veteran, draft somebody? Yeah, they're probably going to lose some pieces in free agency, but they should still have a pretty good team as well. So, what what does Tampa need to do here? Okay, Tampa's quarterback situation. Number one, Wayne Gabbert. Wait, wait, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, why didn't I even think to mention him? <laughs> Sorry. I just had to mention that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wayne Gabbert here. But um, seriously, though, I think option number one, because Tampa, like you said, they're a good team. Definitely like the Steelers quarterback away sort of thing. As crazy as it sounds, in my opinion, like try and do anything to get Tom Brady to come back at least like halfway through the year um, to get him in the playoffs and such, because that we don't know. Like I've actually heard reports. Though. Here we go again with the reports though. You know, GM Jason light is uh, preparing and flexible to meet with Brady, you know, during the season or whatever, and have him unretire and, and join the team again. I think the way Tom left was kind of weird where it was like the, uh, uh, I'm the reports Tom's retiring. No, he's not. And then a few days later he is like, it, it just seems weird to me. Like it, I don't, I've got a weird feeling he's either going to come back or something else is going to be adding to the story with this. And if he's got demands, like, you know, I want, I don't want Arians to be the coach anymore. Like promote left, witch or bowls to be head coach and then run with that. But assuming, you know, Tom ends up being like, I'm, I'm retired. I'm retired. You know, like I'm sitting on the couch now. Um, I think veteran would be an option here. I think a trade, I would try and trade for a guy like uh, Kirk, Kirk cousins with uh, Minnesota. I think Jimmy G's a little bit less than Kirk cousins is Kirk cousins is still like, I think, if they had a quarterback like him, they would be a legit contender in the NFC um, with Kirk Cousins, with the team that they've got. So that's that's what I would be aiming for. Um, Draft-wise, they're not in a good situation. Uh, I, I think really to, to keep the hope and stuff, you'd have to bring in a better QB. Yeah, I, I can agree with that as well. I, the Brady retiring thing was weird to me until, like, he started, like, releasing all those statements finally when it was, like, officially announced. That's kind of when I was like, okay, I, I guess he actually is done. Like, uh, I think, for me, I think it's they – he's probably figuring out that, you know, a good amount of these pieces are going to leave. And I think that's kind of what – led to it ultimately happening but he got the ultimatum from his wife from his wife too (laughs) yeah Yeah. you gotta spend more time with the kids dang it you know (laughs) well i mean that's what i think like they were there was a thing they were talking about like Giselle was kind of basically at this point i mean like obviously there was the whole like you know she doesn't want to see him get hurt and obviously the older he gets the more likely it is that he could have some really bad injury and also like you know i mean this has been his life for 22 years i was like okay like you know, at this point, it's like you're either choosing me, your wife, and your kids, or you're choosing the NFL. Like, you know, 
and which I mean to a younger person might the NFL might seem like a more appealing option, but you know he's obviously nearing forty five and he doesn't yeah, need any money. Forties, he so. doesn't need money or anything. So you know it's maybe he finally woke up to you know let me retire before something really bad happens. You know because something really bad could happen. She's been very, she's been very much wanting him to retire to retire since the uh, Falcon Super Bowl win. That's when she's been she's been pressuring him since whatever year that was. Um, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure she was really pressure. I'm, I'm sure she was mo- really pressuring him, especially when he uh, had the whole situation like his contract was up with the Patriots. I'm sure that was like a big thing, too. I'm sure him going down to Tampa Bay was did not make her happy. Like she thought, OK, your contract's up like that's it. Retire. Yeah, yeah, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll move on to the last three here. Uh now the Broncos we already talked about a little bit earlier as a possibility of you know if Aaron Rodgers does leave Green Bay that maybe that would be where he would go. But well, they said they're uh, going all in. The Broncos have said they're going to go all in to try and get him. So yeah, they're they're going all in. But um, I guess uh, so. I asked Connor about this with the Steelers, but uh, Zach, I'll kind of ask this to you then, like the same thing. So like Broncos GM. Packers GM hits you up. Uh, we want three firsts to give you Aaron Rodgers. Are you taking that or no? If you're Denver. And this. Why do you want <laughs> Because you're putting two things. You're like two things that I believe in are. Conflicting. Oh, well, well, I guess part of it is like, didn't Aaron Rodgers have like an opt out on his contract or something or like. He does. He has an, he has an opt out. Okay. So I guess technically these trade scenarios might be pointless but let's just say he has another year left anyway all right would you give that up to get him it's i i would say ultimately no because i don't think aaron Rodgers is gonna win a super bowl i think if they said yes they would be a playoff team and they would have success but they wouldn't get to the super bowl so that's why i'd say no um, I think the team's pretty good, though. I very tough, but my final answer is no. I'm kind of going back and forth, but I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know it's tough to it's tough to be on the spot like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was I was curious. Just wanted to again, kind of like I did with Connor's, you know, pick your brain a little bit there. <laughs> but now the last two, these may not be as eventful as some of these other conversations we've had, but we got the. Washington Commanders now. I already had to get used to saying football team. Now I've got another name to get used to saying. I saw some dude who was walking around with a Washington football team sweatshirt, and I'm like, man, like now you got to change that again. Like it's not the football team anymore. <laughs> should have known not to buy that. Like, known they were, like it was very unlikely they were going to keep that name. But um, anyways, but and then also the Carolina Panthers. We've got a lot of you know Panthers fans out of our uh, followers that we have, so they've been waiting this whole time to hear about them. But I mean. Taylor Heineke, Sam Darnold. I mean, it's just, it's Cam Newton. <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton, you know, Fitz magic who like did barely even played at all. Like, you know, there's just these, these two teams definitely need to move on. I mean, and for me, I think for both of these teams, I think, you know, pursuing the draft would be the best option to do. Cause I don't, I mean, I don't know if either team is really in a position where it's like, you know, with Tampa, like Zach talked about, possibly bringing in, you know, Kirk Cousins, maybe like to help carry them over the top because they're like a, you know, solid QB away. I don't think either of these teams are in a position like that. And so I think drafting somebody would be, you know, the way to go. But uh, so, Connor, let me know, like, if you agree with both of these or like agree on one, disagree on another, like what in terms of what they should do there or or if you're completely different, like, what do you think? (laughs) Um, yeah, the commanders, I definitely agree, like draft for sure. The Panthers are like, I could slightly maybe see the argument for them as to like bringing in a veteran and that like it could help them because they do have a really good young defense. And, you know, obviously, if Christian, this is obviously a major if, if Christian McCaffrey could stay healthy, he's still one of the best running backs in the league, you know, and they've got some, you know, some receiving talent there. They'd kind of be similar to the, um, 
um, the Colts in my mind where they need to bring in some receivers uh, in free agency. So I could maybe slightly see the argument for the Panthers in uh, bringing in a veteran, especially as long as Matt Rule is still there. If they had a different coach, then I'd say they'd be headed for rebuild mode on the offense. But um, so, yeah, I could slightly see a veteran for the Panthers, but the commanders, I definitely, yeah, they're going to be drafting. I don't see they tried the whole bringing in Fitzpatrick this year, and that didn't work out, obviously. And they're in a worse spot in my mind than the Panthers are. So draft for the commanders. All right. And Zach, how do you feel about this topic? I think the same way drafts for both of them. However, this would be funny if uh, Teddy Bridgewater continues his tour of going to every team in the NFL. <laughs> Dude, I thought that was I thought I thought that was Fitzpatrick that was doing that. Well, I'm going. Well, to he was, but the, you know, but Bridgewater's the new Fitzmagic. <laughs> yeah. So Bridgewater, he's gonna leave Denver, go to Washington for a year, and then like, yeah, maybe Fitzpatrick goes to Carolina. You know, <laughs> uh, that's that's something I think that could happen. These two teams, I I feel bad for them. I mean, you know, they're kind of in that state where like they have some pieces they have you know there's some good parts about the team uh the the commanders especially though i mean they've got bigger issues as a team i think they're they really need to their owner really needs to sell that team before they come on Dan. i mean he's not gonna unless the reports come out and the nfl really has to force him to sell the team that's uh, he's not going to sell it on his own free will, so it's up to the other owners. Awesome guys, well, good stuff. I know this episode went on a while, but it is a lot when you're talking about 32 different teams. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, let us know what you thought about what we said on your favorite team, or if there was anything you strongly agree with or disagree with. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be, I, I guess, like, my main takeaway with all this is that we talked more about teams drafting, potentially drafting a lot more than I anticipated, I guess, going into it. And even though this isn't a stronger QB class, I think it's going to make the draft more interesting in terms of, you know, where these quarterbacks are going to go. Like, our team's going to wait on them, uh, some of these guys, and maybe only a couple get drafted in the first round or because there's so many teams where it seems like they might be desperate for a QB, like do more go in the first round than anticipated. I think there's going to be a lot to, a lot to look forward to with that. I think our uh, draft, you know, draft thing that we did last year, like if we do a live stream of that, I think our results are going to be a lot more uh, interesting than last year's with that. So, um, but anyway, uh, that will wrap this episode up. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, subscribe if you're not already you can follow us on twitter at clutch cruise sport and did i miss anything guys no i think you covered it all right sweet well i will go out with my signature outro so have a good one guys and peace see ya be clutch